0: It has been 48 hours since Pope Francis issued his motu proprio restricting the traditional Latin Mass. And there's been a lot of response. The Lady responded, and I think it's mostly positive. I'm really encouraged and really happy with the general response, particularly by traditional Catholics who are taking this in stride. Some people have cried. Some people have broken down. But most of us realize that this is a time to be a saint. You don't get mad. You don't troll. You don't cuss. You don't yell. What do you do? You rattle beads. You pray. You go to the Latin Mass. I went to the Latin Mass today. High Mass. Lovely. Thank you, Father. It was awesome. And I'm hearing from people all over the country, good things and bad things. Good bishops doing the right thing. Other bishops... Doing the wrong thing. So today we're just going to briefly look at the response so far in the last 48 hours. I thought it was amazing. On Friday, on Twitter, look what was trending. Look at this. Did you ever think the word Latin mass would trend on Twitter? Well, it did. This was a really big story. All the major newspapers covered it uh, over the weekend. Here's the uh, cover from... Could I make this any different? Anyway, this is the Wall Street Journal. Pope Francis lets bishop ban old Latin Mass, reversing move by Pope Benedict XVI. That's pretty big, my friends. When it's trending on Twitter and you got cover stories on all on this whole thing, we're talking about a mass that was allegedly allegedly abrogated in 1970. Pope Benedict XVI said it wasn't abrogated; it's still legit. And if you're if you're really honest, as I was talking to my friends after Mass today, if you're really honest when you read *Traditionis Custodis*, the new motu proprio, it doesn't abrogate the Latin Mass. Pope Francis cannot; no pope can abrogate the traditional Latin Mass. I thought this uh, tweet here by Matt Walsh was interesting. Matt Walsh, by no means, like a rad trad. He says. The Novus Ordo Mass is dull, the churches are hideous, the music is terrible, and homilies are tedious and pointless, and there's almost nothing about the whole experience that would be remotely appealing to potential converts, which is why most of the churches are old and dying. Thank you, Matt Walsh. You know what? That's exactly what's happening, and that's exactly what liberal modernists are afraid of. Their experiment, going back to the 50s, but really, on display, 1965 through 1970, Kumbaya, Peter, Paul, and Mary felt groovy masses is a total and complete failure. A demographic bomb. And COVID let everybody know that that whole groovy novice Ordo boomer, the Banner experience was dead. It's over. It's DOA. Hermeneutic of Continuity, dead. Novus Ordo, Hippie Mass, dead. And now, people, young people, Orthodox people, happy people, we're ready to grow. We're ready to build. We're ready for vocations. Young men to live heroic, sacrificial, celibate lives of chastity to sanctify the bride of Christ, people to give more, donate more, tithe more, offer more, women to consecrate their lives and their virginity to Jesus Christ for the sake of the kingdom. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to go through some of the bishops, some of the stories, some of the anecdotes I've already heard in the last 48 hours, and then we'll have a call to prayer. By the way today's sunday we shouldn't spend too much time on youtube today you got your families your friends you need to get the grill out get some burgers some bratwurst johnsonville you know maybe get a ribeye out get some friends over crack a beer crack i had my first white claw last week wasn't that great don't recommend it but if you like white claw you can break you need to sundays is a time to celebrate it's the resurrection so we're going to keep it short today on YouTube, and then you're going to go with your families, you're going to have some brisket tacos, you're going to make something good. It's going to be a special day. Before we get started, we'll pray the Our Father, and we'll get into it. Oremos. Nomeni Patris et fidi et Sancti. Amen. Pater noster, es in sanctificator nomen tuum, advenia regnum tuum, fia voluntas tua, sicutincello in cello et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum de nobis odie, et nobis debita nostra, Si nos dimittimus debitoribus nostris et nenos in ducas and tentationem sed liberanos amalo amen sancte petre or pro nobis sancte paule or nobis nomini et spiritu sancti amen all right well some big hits came in in arkansas that's a, where we first saw this is a, a, a good tweet thought it was interesting shots fired three victims dead on the scene in Little Rock So what happened is is the bishop in Little Rock um, shot down I guess it is I don't know all the the numbers there but it three parishes the two FSSP remain the three diocesan are gone uh, that is who's the Bishop of Little Rock a uh, Bishop Taylor oh man that's my own name that ain't cool bummer Bishop Taylor from one Taylor to another let's let's get this rectified let's let's figure this out and you know what's what's interesting I've been talking about this with friends and praying about it is the bishops have said we're like well how come uh that you know pro-abortion politician or this divorce and remarried politician or actor actress or these priests who are teaching heresy or in Germany are doing SSA blessings and all these things Why why aren't you bishops doing anything about these disciplinary problems? Oh, we can't really do. We're being pastoral. We can't. We don't really want to come down hard. It might give the wrong wrong public opinion, and we got to be charitable and slow and deliberate. When it comes to TLM, it's like boom, 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 boom. Then they can discipline and bring down canons and censures like that. You know, Pope Francis didn't do diddly nothing, squat to the German priests who were blessing same sex unions in churches. Nothing, nada, zero canonical, disciplinary, anything to the Catholic Church in Germany. And yet, the man can have colon surgery and within days issue a motu proprio that affects. Millions of Catholics all over the world and will affect them for generations unless a pope comes along next and slashes this proprio and issues another one. So don't tell me, you popes and cardinals and bishops, well, we can't really discipline these people because it wouldn't be pastoral and it might hurt feelings and you call me, you know. No, we know you can do it. We know you have paper and a pen and you can issue a proprio. On the way out of surgery, you can issue a moda We know it now. So don't give us those excuses. Don't give us that excuse. And people know this. This is why today, the traditional Latin Mass was packed. I'm hearing from people all over. Our church was packed. People came. People wanted to hear the priest. That's why people came. They wanted to hear the priest. What's next, Father? What are we going to do? Where are we? And people are rallying. Even people who aren't traditional Latin mass types are like, this is kind of draconian. Wow, the Holy Father has done nothing to discipline sinners in the church and heretics and schismatics. He's done absolutely nothing in eight years. And the people who get slapped on the wrist after eight years and after COVID and the priests who are the ones who are being heroic, There were Novus Ordo ones, but generally there were many people experienced traditional priests being generous with extreme unction, baptism, confessions, holy sacrifice to the mass, etc. So people today, on Sunday, July 18th, flocked to traditional Latin masses. Some of them I've seen on social media for the first time ever. They said, you know what? If the Pope wants to ban this, I better go check it out. Maybe something's going on here. I put this tweet up on today. Sunday after Pope Nukes Latin Mass, traditional Latin ushers be like, yeah, they got to get those chairs, folding chairs, overflow. Now, some of the bishops are moving in the right direction. And I've just been calling people. People have been calling me about what's going on in their diocese, what's going on with their TLMs. Um, Here's some names. So Bishop Strickland and Tyler, guess what he did? He's protecting and moving forward with his traditional Latin masses, no problem. Bishop Burns in Dallas, for example, overseeing modern day, the big, big fraternity of St. Peter Parish, called in and said, No changes, you guys are okay. Bishop Olson in Fort Worth, Texas, even tweeted, saying the fraternity parish and his diocese has been spiritually fruitful, there will be no changes. Archbishop Corleone, uh, San Francisco, says, traditional Latin Mass is going forward. Uh, Bishop Amon, New Orleans, also the same. Bishop Conley, Nebraska, I've heard good things from Hawaii. Again, these are just things coming in. I don't have any statements or things I can put on the screen. These are phone calls. These are conversations that are happening in chanceries, happening with priests, happening with lay people. Now, like I said, Bishop Taylor in Little Rock, Arkansas, he's already nuked three I'm hearing some crazy stuff out of uh, Virginia. Bishop Burbage uh, in Arlington apparently is going to bring in many restrictions. We probably need to start praying. We probably need to start writing. We probably need to make some responses there so that the bishop in Arlington, Virginia, knows we're not down with that. This one kind of was sad. This is from Kentucky. I don't I don't know which bishop this would be but he's this is uh John Stephen P O'Gowan. he says our parish was informed this morning that Bishop oh there it is voice Bishop Foyce has ordered that the traditional Latin Mass at all Saints in Walton Kentucky be abandoned no good isn't it amazing they got this piece of paper on Friday and today is Sunday and they're already slashing at traditional Latin masses. Mm. I heard of a situation in which a Latin mass community of about 200 people were informed that the bishop would interview the people to find out how faithful they were to the legitimacy and validity of the second Vatican II documents. And based on those interviews would determine whether they can have a traditional Latin Mass anymore. The bishops are actually going to, some of these little bit are going to interview the lay people to see, can you get a, do you get to have a prize? Are these bishops asking their heretical, modernist SJW priest to make an oath to affirm the Council of Trent? To affirm traditional sacramental matrimony to affirm the church's teaching against abortion and contraception. No, they're not doing any of that. But they're going to interview some homeschool moms and some granddads and some kids. Do you believe everything in Vatican II? Yes or no? And based on that, they're going to pull away your Latin mass. Give me a break. Forget about it. Here's another one. Kind of sad. Just posted on the Fish Eaters Forum my experience at our diocese in Latin Mass about what this parishioner saw today at church after Francis Nasty Traditionis Custodis. This is horribly, terribly sad. God bless and console the priest mentioned below. So I'm going to have to blow it up here a little bit bigger so you're going to not see me anymore. Here it is. The priest began by thanking the congregation for their devotion over the last 13 years. He said the Mass is canceled. He and the congregation broke down into tears. He struggled to keep his composure while saying that it's in God's hands and that we survived this before. He recommended that we go to a personal parish about 15 miles away. He proceeded with the Mass but decided not to give a homily. He had a difficult time holding his composure throughout the Mass and broke down for about a minute during communion. The servers tried to comfort him and he continued to distribute the communion. On a personal level, this event caused sorrow in my family, similar to losing our parents. This Mass typically has about 80 in attendance, but was over 100 today. The personal parish up the road is overflowing with three Masses, and the parking is difficult. I will try to attend Mass there next week. It will be interesting to hear the experiences from other posters regarding this experience today. Wow. Now, we hear all this about accompaniment. And being pastoral and walking with people. You know, if you start talking about sins of the flesh, lifestyles, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, all these bishops, well, we can't really do anything about it. It's not my problem. Or, Why don't you lay people to do something? And they go back to their rectory and they have an teeny on their Leopard print furniture and do nothing. And then here, we're just shutting down masses. Shutting down traditional Latin masses. Because they got a piece of paper from the Pope 48 hours ago. Ridiculous. Here's another one. This is from England. Following the motu proprio and instruction from Bishop uh, Declan, Declan, the twelve thirty p.m. Latin Mass at Glastonbury will be the final Latin Mass here. Our community continues to offer our prayers for the parishes, which have been entrusted to our care. Don Bede, Don Anselm, boom, roasted, gone. This is where we're at. So good. Bishop's doing good. Lady, I got to challenge you again. This is Coach Marshall. We're in the locker room. It's halftime. Things are looking kind of bad for us. Hey, you know what? We got to be saints. Pope Francis wants to call every single one of you a rigid. Mm, You're so rigid and mean and you hate Jesus and you hate Mary and you hate the church. And all you want to do is you just want to leave the church and and go into schism. That's what Pope Francis has been saying about us for all these years and all the modernists, all the Golan Mafia people. We don't love God. We don't love our neighbor, they say. And we don't love the church. And they're going to pout, and they're going to run away. They're going to cuss us out, troll us on social media. And our response is, no, we're not. We're going to unite. We're going to pray together. We're going to rattle the beads. We just had... Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. We're going we're gonna to wear our scapulars. We're going to read our Dewey Rames Bibles as a family. We are going to not eat meat on Fridays as a penance to Almighty God, thanking Him that His Son Jesus died on the cross. And on Sundays, we're going to make it special. We're not going to work. We're not going to have vain entertainments. We're going to have family time. We're going to have barbecue. We're going to have friends over. We're going to invite new people to the traditional Latin Mass. We're going to donate our time to our church, donate our money. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to win. I don't mean to say this in any way disrespectful. And I pray for Pope Francis every night at the end of the rosary. I pray for the Holy Father and his holy intentions. I hope he repents and changes course. This is one of this is a very historical moment in the history of Catholicism and Pope Francis' name on it. He even said earlier in his pontificate that he may go down in the history of the church for the one who divided the church. That's not a very good thing to say. But whether he repents or not and we should rep- we should pray that the right course of action, that the, that the will of the Holy Ghost, Comes to fruition through the ministry of the Vicar of Christ, the Pope. We should pray for that. But if he doesn't. He doesn't live forever. I don't live forever. You don't live forever. Ever. The traditional Latin Mass. If Christ does not return in a hundred years, we will not be in the pews. And any priest watching, you will not be at the altar. There will be another generation. It'll be my kids and my grandkids, God willing. Your kids, your grandkids, that'll be doing this. We will be gone. We will be ashes and dust and bones. Hopefully our soul will be in heaven. Pope Francis is going to go on to his eternal reward. And there'll be another Pope. And there'll be another Pope. People always say, oh, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'll go on record again. I think Cardinal Turkson from Africa, who's a liberal uh, and very much involved in globalism and the UN and the Great Reset, I think he'll be the next Pope. It'll probably be John the, Paul the III or Francis II or something like that. That's what I think. I don't think suddenly, unless there's a miracle, unless there's a Marian apparition, suddenly we're going to have a magnificent change in the trajectory. But there's a saying when I was in Italy, it's a great saying. I can't remember how it goes in Italian, but it's uh, skinny pope, fat pope, skinny pope, fat pope. Someone told me that. I said, well, what's that mean? And it's a a saying in Italian that basically is Pope's come and go. In other words, for Italians, they've been there for 2,000 years, and you have a skinny Pope, and he dies. You get a fat Pope, he dies. You get a skinny Pope. It's just they come and go. There is no Pope that remains forever. So whether Pope Francis converts, changes course, Whether he goes on to his eternal world, we get another pope, pope, that pope's not good, or that pope is good. Praise God. What matters the most is how we deal with every day. Do you have the virtue of faith? Do you believe everything the Catholic Church teaches? Faith and morals. You better say yes. Do you have hope that you will be saved, your parents will be saved, your siblings will be saved, you'll be saved, your spouse will be saved, your kids will be saved? Hopefully that's a check. Yes, we do have that. Do you have charity towards God, love for God and love for your neighbor? If you checked all three there, and that's for real, you're not in mortal sin. You have sanctifying grace. You're going to go to heaven. And then we want to be saints. We want to have those three theological virtues. Then you want to have the four cardinal virtues. And I always say, if you want to remember those, it's peanut butter, jelly, French toast. PJFT. Peanut butter, jelly, French toast. Prudence, justice, fortitude, temperance. That's what we have to do in our daily lives. Pray the rosary, pray with the family, catechize, read the Bible, go to Mass, traditional Mass, Latin Mass. Hopefully, go to traditional priests for confession so you get good spiritual direction as well. All right, well, if you have a good bishop and he did the right thing, write him a letter and say thank you. All right? If you have a bishop who didn't do the right thing, write him a letter and let him know. Be nice. Don't be a troll, don't cuss, don't be a jerk, be salt and light. See, oh, one more thing I wanted to say before we sign out here. And that is, some of you don't have a traditional Latin Mass ever. It's not even like it could be taken away from you. That's a problem as well. That's a problem that goes back before Sumorum Pontificum, that goes back to Paul VI. That they took away the traditional Latin Mass, they pretended it was abrogated, so a lot of people are upset that they lost their Latin Mass, but there's even more people who say, I don't even have one if I wanted one. We should pray for those people. If you had a, a Latin Mass today, pray in a special way, maybe a decade, for the people who either lost theirs or never had one in the beginning. Because there are bishops who will use this motu proprio sadly, as a way to get a red hat, a red beretta to be a cardinal, or to get upgraded to a bigger and better diocese, or to become an archbishop. They're thinking, man, I really don't like being bishop of Podunk, whatever. I don't want to name a state because then people say you're being mean. I don't want to be bishop of Podunk. What I'll do is I will be a fierce leader in the implementation of the moto proprio, traditionis custodis. And that'll get the attention of Pope Francis, and I'll become an archbishop or a cardinal somewhere else. That's what I'll do. I fear that in some places, this, this may be a path of some that are not pastors, not shepherds, but hirelings. All right, let us pray a Hail Mary. And this Hail Mary goes out to all of you who lost your TLM, will lose your TLM, or never had one to begin with. Oremos. No many et resit spirit spiritu sancti, amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in molieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tu Iesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostri. Amen. And in Thanksgiving for Jesus loving us and giving us everything we need to be saved, Gloria Patri, Filio, Spiritui Sancto, sicuterat in principio, nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. All right, friends, thanks so much for watching. If you would, Please like this video with the thumb up. Please share it. There's a share button beneath the screen, beneath me right now. Hit share, share it on Facebook right now. People need to hear this. YouTube is not going to spread a video like this. This is not a YouTube popular video. You need to be the proactive one. Share it. And if you're new, please subscribe. And there's a subscribe button. Hit the subscribe, hit the little dingy bell. The bell will notify you when I go live here on YouTube. But most importantly, the most important thing you can do for me is share this video. All right. Also, thanks to everyone who supports on Patreon. Until next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is your the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty and go have a barbecue. Go have fun. Make some strawberry daiquiris and enjoy the Lord's Day. God bless.